0: It's like time for the old wolf and stomp. He brought the hammer down and nailed it. I saw that
1: carpentry analogy coming. Testing, testing. One, two, three. Yeah, we're good. Ah, we're good. Well, what's going on, folks? This is Underdog Pod. It's time for a side episode. Yeah, we haven't done one of those in a while, haven't we? Hi, Brad. Hey, Brad. How's it going? What a know. shit show! Okay, oh, whoa, 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 hold on, one second here. Give me that thing. Give me, what's this? What is this? We've got back country brewing. We got well, hold on, Brad. is Squamish. I got, I got to report this, Brad. He's got a pineapple coconut sour. What well, what is with you in these beers?
0: He loves fruity beers.
1: I love fruity beers. I'm, you know what? If if the old uh, coronavirus wasn't around right now, I'd try that beer, but I can't.
2: You know what? Hashtag boycott Tim Hortons is trending on Twitter. Why? Because Tim Hortons workers need doctor's notes to take unpaid sick leave during the coronavirus
0: pandemic.
1: Wow. Savage. Pretty savage. It is very, very savage.
0: I know if I worked at Tim Hortons, I wouldn't want to work at Tim Hortons.
1: Sure. <laughs> Actually, you know what? Before this whole thing,
0: I wouldn't. <laughs> want <to run>. that, <laughs> Just,
1: I wouldn't want to go to work there. That though. Tim Hortons shit. That, that, that's terrible. That ties in perfectly for the exact topic that we are going to discuss. Because who was working at Tim Hortons very recently? An NHL player
2: who recently drove their car into a, a, a Tim Hortons Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You're digressing the pro- topic, Brad. Tomorrow,
2: no, tomorrow's is is, use, is useful in a lot of topics.
1: It was, in fact, Don Bashir, one of the toughest guys in the NHL. He was working at Tim Hortons, and you may have heard the story.
2: Moral story: save your panties when you make them.
1: Well, it's not even that. Too, um, I can't remember which web source or what journal source uh, brought it out. But when they posted it, they had George LaRock on the cover. they had the wrong person. So you didn't have Joel Bashir, Dr- Yeah. The
2: wrong black guy. The wrong
1: black guy. And then uh, Bashir and then he defended Bashir, Long story short. The top of today though, folks, is who is the best fighter in the league right now? Much to Brad's block see. Yeah. That's okay. You know what? We got to change things up and, you know, something to talk about.
0: Uh, So with the lack of actual hockey going on right now, we kind of need uh, other stuff to talk about.
1: That's right.
2: When all right, so clarification here. Best fighter, you talking like best fighter is in the sense that they're like the most strategic and like just like they could throw down and with anybody, like based on style.
1: Yeah, somebody that is toe to toe. You do not invest like with, well, with that guy.
0: If you had to go, yeah. If you as a layperson had to just duke it out with them. Randomly on the ice for some fucking reason. Who who are the top three people you would not want to mess with in the NHL? All
1: right, shut it off, Kurt. What? Well, I have to go first because you it's got the sound your, effect. It's your list. Oh, I guess I got the sound effect. Fine.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's not what it sounds like at all. <laughs> for my list, uh, for number three, because that's where we're gonna start with, I'm gonna pick Milan Lucic. Um, you've probably heard me say this before but there was a time when this guy not only could put up points hit like an 18-wheeler he could fight anybody in the league no problem now the only reason why I actually have it at number 3 is because I don't know if it's a matter of people just don't want to take the trade off if it's a matter of he doesn't really want to necessarily fight anymore nobody wants to fight him Maybe that's that's the Friedman case.
2: Friedman talked about it.
1: Is it is it because though he's just that scary, or is it because they just see it's how he plays? It. It's not worth it anymore. So he kind of loses a bit of credit, a little bit of not so much. He's the scariest guy to deal with, which he is. It's like, not
2: worth going through that fucking that fighting a two hundred and forty pound man to take a non effective player off the
1: ice. That's exactly it, too, right? He is not the most effective player for his respective team. Yes, he is very tough. he scored
0: the other night. He's got twenty points on the season. Does he? Yeah.
1: So have
2: a gun. He has seven goals I he, he scored against eight. eight. He scored eight. against Golden Knights here tonight.
1: Eight he times. did. He lost that game, but that's okay. Yeah, thank God. <laughs> um,
2: Golden, Golden Knights. But that
1: being said, though, I think that does kind of kind of wound is uh, his value in the sense of that. If I want to go out there, but he is tough as nails. I certainly wouldn't want to take him on. I wouldn't want to get hit by him. No, I wouldn't get hit by him either, though. The he's guy. so fucking heavy. He's he's big and heavy. I feel yeah. like he'd
2: like just hit you so hard, you'd be, get fused into the glass, you wouldn't get stuck forever.
1: Yeah, but that's why I put him at number three, though, because, like I said, a lot of guys don't necessarily want to find him just because he's tough, but also because he's it's not worth the trade-off anymore.
0: Okay, Croggy. Can you give me my list? I didn't know we were starting at three. I thought we had an easy one to start off with. <laughs> no. Uh... I also said Milan Lucic. And I have to say I've seen him grow up as a as a human being and a player. I watched him play for the Giants way back when he was like a 16 17 year old.
2: Ah, uh, kick the mental sh- values towards
0: wow. Lucic. He's he's been kicking the shit out of people since he was that that young.
1: Yeah. And he's been around for
0: a long time. It's hard to believe he's only thirty-one because he feels like he's been around forever.
2: But, but those those Giants 06, were oh six oh seven.
0: That's a long time oh, ago. F- 04, 05 was his first year.
1: I remember seeing uh, Vander Kane, but that, that's a yeah, that's never terrible. Actually, not not and too. I was still after it. Yeah, it he was like that just was, that was a bit later preceding him. him. Yeah,
0: but yeah, he's a tough Serbian. You know, first generation immigrant or like his parents were anyway. He's, he's, he's got blondie He's got frosty tits. Yeah, you know you can't really respect those, but um, he'd still beat the shit out of any of us. So. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying, he'd probably take all three of us. Yeah, relatively <laughs> 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 easy. He's always he's always he's man. He's only 31. He's always been this hunchback looking guy. He never had great foot speed even
1: in junior. Well, he's got no. a he's got back deformity.
0: Yeah, and and I was really surprised when he made the NHL as an 18 year old. But he's always proven that he should be there.
1: I always remember his the two fights. I can remember him being in since I was picked up from number three. I feel like I can kind of weigh in a little bit. Two fights that stand out for me. Actually, oh, oh, three um, was when he took on Chris Neal at a fairly young age because Chris Neal was a long time tough guy. And he busted Chris Neal open and just like could totally prove that he could hang in there with him. Like they traded and went at it, and then he came out on top and I was like, whoa, who is this guy? Yeah. Uh, another good tilt I recommend to watch is him versus Josh Manson. Josh Manson was a rookie at the time. Who won the fight is up to you, but it was a unique situation where both of them stood square toe to toe for a bit, and then they actually separated for a second, and then the crowd just popped, and then they came back in and kind of like spread, their, took their distance from each other, and kept trading again, and then they finally stopped the fight. And like I said, highly recommend that one.
0: Was that the year he was in LA?
1: Uh, yes it was I was the Ducks versus uh, L.A. so that was a good tilt and then one more I could suggest for you is uh, him versus uh, Dalton Prout who now plays in the San of Sharks of the Sharks Ninja all year uh, two big boys uh, going at it and yeah that, that, that that's a fight Dalton Prout was in New Jersey at the time yeah those are my, my three fights that immediately come to mind that if you want to watch some good tilts that's the Luchich watch
0: com isn't that one? Yeah. again yeah the biggest the biggest one I can remember stands out to me Because I was there, the shift, they call it, in the Memorial Cup final. The shift. Against the Medicine Hat Tigers. It was like game, it was the final of the Memorial Cup. And there was, I want to say it was in the first couple minutes. And he went out and he absolutely railroaded two or three guys. And then one (laughs) of their big defensemen challenged him and he beat the shit out of him.
1: Do you know who he was?
0: He never made it to the pros, but... I don't remember what it No, was. I want to look that up. I man. heard, I've heard about the ship. I've never seen it, but I've heard about it's it. It's on, it's on YouTube. It's just, a legend. Just look up Milan Lucic's The Shift. It, it's quite the, quite the spectacle.
2: He was a man amongst
0: boys back then. Yeah. Well, the guy he matched up with was, was a huge guy too. So it was a pretty good scrap. Anyways. So. Moving on.
2: number three for me. Honorary mention, it goes to Mike Smith, who's one and all this season. <laughs> <laughs> who can fuck up, who fucked up, can't tell it. Uh, which is hard. It's hard to fight in goalie gear. It is hard. You guys should get in goalie gear and fucking duke it out. I'd be, so, I'd and
1: would be...
2: And post it on, post on the channel. Post it on uh, the, I the, can't
1: the, use my jiu-jitsu skills in that situation.
0: No, you can't.
2: It's against the rules. You just gotta, just gotta go raw. Just go... It's our haymakers, guys.
1: Now, we're both southpaws, though, so that's good. I can throw either. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Me too. <laughs> uh,
2: so number three for me is Tom Wilson. The guy's a heavy guy. He uh, can... He is the modern day power forward who can fight hit shoot pass terrorize defensemen it's just he's a total package when he got signed to that that big deal two years ago we all kind of scoffed at it and thought it was stupid now i like think every team would, would pay that hand over you know hand over fist to do it again like the guys stole package, and I wouldn't want to be trading punches with them. So that's my number three. Kurt, number two?
1: My number two is Tom Wilson. Uh, very recently, I'm not sure if you're aware, but he did get in a fight with uh, Robert Haig, and um, oh, for the life of me, who am i trying to remember who the second fight with, he, he managed to rock off two in a row, um, and he came out on top in both fights, and we haven't really seen a lot of guys come up, at least get involved in two separate fights in one game. Uh, last time that really happened... Was uh, Michael Haley that comes to mind for me? And then prior to that, we also had Evander Kane versus uh, uh, Petrovich, where well, they had three in a row, and then they got boot, got the boot because if you, that's not something we really see anymore. You don't see guys getting to three fights in one game. That's just really kind of showcases somehow like how the leagues come in recent years. Um, fighting, as you know, is dropped in general. This time of year though, with the playoffs in the hunt a lot, there's a lot, there are a lot more fights yeah. because people get more intense. They want to swing momentum and okay, there's no more hockey. There is no more hockey right now, but that's okay. It'll, it'll come back eventually. Um, but that being said though, Tom Wilson though is a uh, kind of a complete package. The fact that he can score, as Brad said, he can hit, he's a physical player and he definitely has guys think twice. And most fights I've seen him in. He's come out on top. There are very few guys I think that can really take him. Um, he is definitely one of those dudes that you want on your team, not only as just a player and as a teammate, but also probably in coaching staff. I remember not too long ago, we were having this debate involving him and Evander Kane. Who would you rather have? And a lot, some people were saying Tom Wilson because he just really does bring that presence. Oh, fuck yeah, I Tom Wilson. Yeah.
2: You can't do shit when you play against a team that has Tom Wilson
1: on it. That's right. And uh, yeah, he's an absolute decimator. Some people had had really guessed second-guessed uh, Washington take him in the first round, but I think he's more than proved that... He's worth a first-round draft pick, but like I said, he is not a guy you want to get in a tilt no. with. um with. He'll he'll bang you up. And like I said, he he took down two guys in one game. No problem.
2: Tom Wilson has plenty of street right cred now.
1: Yeah, he, he's a force we reckon with.
2: Um, I mean, me, me and Croggy, we played a league game a little while ago against uh, Cito Chris Cito, and we couldn't stop him.
1: <laughs> and uh, no, I was in like team too, dude. You were there? Yeah, I was there. You get
2: Dan Spicito?
1: <laughs> Maybe you were. You were playing defense, were playing defense <laughs> on him. I couldn't keep up with the fucking guy. Yeah, no, he was unreal. Yeah, no. Thank, well, and, thanks, thanks for the mention.
2: And uh, we couldn't challenge him, even though if we wanted to, we could. We we probably couldn't. Uh, but there was kind of a legendary crazy guy on their team. It goes the name of John Craighead, and. We couldn't touch the guy because we were scared that Craighead was going to come
1: after us. Well, he once got in a fight with Don Brashear back in the day.
2: I know. But I'm saying, I'm he, saying is like, we, he's, he's kind of a loose cannon. Everybody has a story about John Craighead.
1: There's a lot of stories of about Of him John fighting Craighead.
2: people in parking lots and taking on entire hockey teams and... Fighting people on the bench like, as a coach. Wait, what the... And he was like screaming at his own teammates. Yeah. On, He's like, he like, get the fuck over there! What the fuck what the fuck is you know, put some muster in that shot? Like he like screaming at his own team or like little little scared scared shaking our little booties. We don't want to challenge their best player. So he railroaded us.
1: There are some there's some beer league beer league dudes out there like uh now. Like I think it's harder for us to appreciate it. Um but I remember there's one dude that comes up and plays at dropping at Sportsplex, um and yeah, should I name names? does it really matter. No way does it. Doesn't uh, is. Okay. <laughs> uh, Jeff, uh, Jeff. 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 Uh, no. Uh, sorry, um. Christian Jeffkins. Uh. He used to play in the ECHL. He was actually in that uh, brief series called Making the Cut. I don't know if you guys remember that. It was like a yeah, reality TV show. Yeah. So he was on that. Um. And I would more classify him as a grinder. Like he was very skilled. If you ever play with the guy, it doesn't matter where you're on the ice. That puck has come to your stick, right on your blade. Perfect. Um. Phenomenal hockey player. But. I've seen him get into a few tilts actually at dropping with some people.
2: Well some people don't take the game too seriously. They they're take like, it too seriously, little, but wires across.
1: But all I've seen though is that every time i see him get in a fight though, he's put he's taught them some manners. Um so it really kind of showcases and like you don't want to like get this guy mad at you. You don't want to give him a reason to like no, yeah. get, be on his bad side.
2: Well we're we're just trying to make the point across of how much having a a guy who can fight on your team helps police everything.
1: Yeah. Because people second we guess can get that, away uh, with
2: Shit! If you don't have a Tom Wilson on their team,
1: yeah. And the thing is, like, hockey is even today with how the rules have changed is still very much a, a, a self policing sport, where oh, yeah. you, there is some still there's still accountability.
0: I agree with that. Yeah, the Jets, for example, are drastically missing mm-hmm. my honorable mention, Big Buff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where he can pull two guys
1: out of a pile and drag them across the ice. You
2: know, it's the children. He just like yanks
0: them out of there. <laughs>
1: Stop fighting! Like these, <laughs> just, just <laughs> like, like, scrap. Like, like these guys are like full grown, like strong, athletic dudes. Pro, Pro- athletes. He's
2: manhandling them with yeah. one hand.
1: Yeah, yeah. He, he is like just tough as nails.
2: It's not tough as nails. She's just
1: bigger than everybody. Boy, he's like. strong too. Like he's just so strong. Yeah, like so. Like remember that national series? I just like just pulls both two dudes he's, down. He's done it more than on one occasion. Yeah, he yeah. he's a monster. I would not want to take that guy.
2: Like I would want to play. I would. I wouldn't say fighting him. I just wouldn't want to play against him.
1: Yeah. Because how like, can you stop him? Here's the one I always the the, the, the plays that always like I always come to mind for me is like like he'll just lay out a guy. If someone else will try to stand up for that person, he'll lay that guy out too. He can't and stop. It's like what? He
2: can't stop Buffalo.
1: Yeah. What are you gonna do? Like, well, like, I got well, our my number one pick. I'll have an answer for that. But long okay. story short, scary dude to fight with. like
0: the the best example of that throwing a hit is uh do you guys remember the hit on stone a few years ago he killed him it's i thought he died (laughs) when i saw the contact we made and it it was just a thud like Mm -hmm. it there was no give it was Stone's a big guy yeah stone's a big guy and he went flying and he did not get up very quickly
2: yeah yeah Uh, it's it's just like he's just a Bigger than everybody. It's just. Remember when he rocked Pronger?
1: Yeah, back I remember in that. 2010. Yeah, he Pronger he, has never been hit like that in his life. <laughs> no, he has not. It, it was uh, It was pretty whack. Um, to say the least. I remember
2: watching that series. Buffalo was still a young guy at the time, and that was that was his coming out party that 2010 run? Yeah. Because he man had remember he was on the Longo long and the Canucks. They didn't have an answer for him in the second round. He scored like eight goals in that series. Like he was like just an unstoppable force. And when he got to Philadelphia in the 2010 finals, it was kind of like, all right, we see Pronger and Bufflin. And I think Pronger kind of had the had the edge because, you know, Pronger's been around for so long. Buffalo's kind of deer in the headlights. And then he finally got Pronger and Bufflin kind of got comfortable. Mm-hmm. And then he rocked him. He's like, well, I'm fucking Dustin Bufflin. i could go toe-to-toe with you too. And he pumped him going into the corner and he fucking knocked him off his ass.
1: Yeah, Big Buff was just an absolute monster. Like when it came, came down to throwing the body.
2: Um. But.
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, so I'm just I, I, I clip. miss
2: I miss I miss Bufflin. Yeah, so, too bad the end like that. But uh, anyway, so let's get back to like, your
0: list there, Croggy. Who's your number two? My number two is the guy who holds the record as the biggest player in NHL history, tallest player anyway, not the heaviest,
1: but. Still so pretty heavy. <laughs> uh,
0: Still pretty heavy. He kind of looks like a bit of a twig for the size he is. But Zdeno Chara from Slovakia. He's 42. He's still been in, like, I want to say three or four fights this year against yeah. some tough customers, is
2: including Tom any Wilson. Is he only Slovakian in the NHL right
1: now? No. No. you okay, well, Who else? There's
0: others. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Kurt Zestat. Thomas Dada. Yeah, actually,
1: that's not on that one. Is he Slovakian? Yeah. He's
0: yeah. Czech. No, he's still nice
1: lucky. Yeah. Oh. Uh, well. No. I'm trying to think of somebody else. I can't. Nobody comes to mind off the draw. But regardless, though, Chara. Yeah.
0: He's uh, big. He came into the league as a goon. Uh, he developed into a top pairing defenseman. Would you say he was a goon though? Like he could fight, but he was obviously the only reason he made it to the NHL was because he was big and fought.
1: Who, he, I mean in the it, first
0: place? Tara. It, it yeah, is yeah. hard. Well, it is Back hard. in the era he started in, it was still fighters in the NHL.
1: Like, he, he'd be a hard person, I think, at the draft, or like, at least in your scouting staff, to watch and, and to turn down. Like He's 6'9".
2: When did he get drafted? 97? 98? 96. Fuck's sake. Yeah,
0: he's he, been a long time. When he was drafted, they said he could barely skate. Yeah. He was so uncoordinated. His He hadn't grown into his size.
1: Sounds like Derek Bugard. He looked. Rest in peace, by the way. He
0: looked like a baby giraffe trying to walk on the ice out there. And
1: the only reason he came
0: over, he actually played for the Prince George Cougars.
1: He did. I've seen some. You've seen him. I've seen some close to them where he has like some serious flow. Yeah. And he's getting the tilts with dudes and just mashing people. He
0: fought some heavyweights in the WHL as like a 17 year old. Because that's back when fighters were still like a heyday, was in the 90s? and And as a big, tough stay-at-home defenseman that he was he was back then mm-hmm. that's just what he had to do if he wanted to go anywhere in hockey he had to fight because he wasn't super skilled he could barely stand on his skates right he just had size so that's the reason why he made it to the show and then he developed into this awesome shutdown d-man that is still effective today also, even at 42 i like
1: to note too that his dad actually was a greco roman wrestler too so he already had some sort of at least good idea of how to like handle himself but then i think once he starts throwing fists into that he could do do some damage.
0: <laughs> yeah, like I don't know, Char. I, I would probably, I put him a two, but I think he'd probably be the scariest out of these three to fight. My only
1: rebuttal to that, though, uh, if that's he okay, he's got the
0: reach. He's got the reach. You can't even get inside him.
1: My only concern with him, though, is like when I've seen him go against like some like well, at least maybe in some prior footage. Even his little thing he had against Maroon.
0: His biggest issue is that he's got a balance issue because he's. His center of gravity is so high.
1: Because actually speaking to Clayton, because there was Clayton Stoner, for example, one time uh, actually like just completely like took him down, like swung him over.
0: But if you're just throwing, if you're not trying to, to tug him and like throw him around. Yeah. If you're just straight up talking punches, You'll he, he can mind. just hold you so far away. You can't get to him and just pummel you.
1: There's been a sense that he's got to go up. Uh, Two, you yeah. got to go up. He he definitely does. I feel like with him though, that's the only reason why I didn't put him higher for myself gut punches.
0: Quite as was that, <laughs> that
1: well that, that could work though because like if you look at John Scott versus Colton Moore, that's how you stopped him was that you just hammered his body like crazy and then eventually John Scott would crumble. Um, yeah,
2: that's true. It's,
1: it's, it's... But overall, like I said, Char is a very scary individual. But I think the only reason, like, at least if I'm to mention, like I still wouldn't want to fight him by any means because remember that Brian McCabe fight tilt he got, got in where he just swung around like a rag doll. Yeah, um, but somebody's vibrating. But my only concern with him with uh, with Chara was that I felt like he did kind of pick and choose who he was going to take on. But he's usually pretty honorable though Charles, too.
2: Chara's like he, now he's like fuck. Does everybody gotta fight me? He's gotta like have that feeling like can I just like play a game? Why does everybody want to fight me?
1: But he does play with an edge though. He does play with an edge, but he's he knows he likes to give people shots. He likes to do because he's, he he's, he's he's been he, a, a bully. If
2: you put Pronger's mentality of being an asshole into Chara he could end a lot of people's careers. and I think he knows that. Yeah. So I think he, he does hold back because his size, he could kill everybody.
1: Yeah. If he is really going at it, he could end everybody. Like my respect goes out to him when uh, I remember one time, well, for whatever reason, Leclavier. Clavier, I mean, Balls to Le Clavier for trying. I remember. I remember that. Yeah, know. he like, but he like took down the Clavier and just like went like this, like put his fist up and then just like, exactly. I'd, I'd, yeah, I kill you. But yeah, I'm not gonna <laughs> fight. Like, I'm not feeding you, bud. Like, yeah. that's enough. And he goes, okay, like I, I give up.
2: Chara, no, I think, I think, I think Chara is the most scariest because he knows he could, but he won't.
1: Yeah, remember what was that? Remember that series against Detroit with uh, who was that? Ben Smith.
0: Probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah and Ben like, took him on. Yeah, it took he, him
1: on. Well, I was wanting to, and yeah. then they like the referee's were like, use your chance. Here's your chance. Here's your chance. Okay. Nope. Nope. Stop.
2: All right. Kurt, you're up. you right, my! No, sorry, my no, two. You're up. You're my number, number two. My number two, I'll do my quick. My number good. two is Ryan Reeves.
0: Okay, you changed it. Yeah, I, okay. I changed it. Pulled an audible.
2: Pulled an audible. Uh, Ryan Reeves because well he is pound for pound. He's probably the best fighter. He's still he's a football player on skate. But number one my number one is you don't understand why he's number one. Uh, Ryan Reeves, number two, uh, he is one of, probably one of the few pure fighters left in the league. Um, but, he's a thick man. He's got so much, like, he would just fucking, he's, he, he, if any, out of any of these guys, he he has Dustin Bufflin kind of size. That rag doll, like, to throw you up against the glass, you know? Yeah. He has that kind of size, he has that kind of strength. Um, but, uh, no, my, my number two for me is Ryan Reeves. And, uh, yeah, Kurt.
1: Wow. Oh, okay. Number one. Number one, no, I have to go Rebo. I actually kind of disagree. But, uh, yeah, Revo, um, he, obviously, he's way more than showcased with a lot of dudes how he can hold his own.
2: I don't think like Reeves... Nobody, nobody fights Reeves.
1: Nobody fights exactly though because people are. Nobody wants. I, I haven't seen many
2: clips of him getting tilts because nobody wants to go up against him.
1: No, because they know they'll lose. Like yeah, I know. It, especially when he's fighting calm, like he put it best. Like when you watch him, like taking his time, picking his spots, he just mashes dudes.
2: Well, because the, he has that strength, he can really
1: control a fight. Well, the big thing with combat too is that it's about a lot of times it's you don't want to tense up, you want to be relaxed. It's, whether you're boxing, MMA, any sport. It's about just pacing yourself, taking your time. It's when you're going like this, when you're flailing and you're like you're tensed and you're going crazy. Remember that's Alex, what, Salmon. Alex Salmon? Alex Salmon, Salmon, Salmon is a good example. drums, Mark Stall. Like, obviously, like like fighting is <laughs> fighting is a whole other science within itself. So like, but I'm not going to get into that. Like I'm I'm no like I, I still don't know I'm no expert at it. But with Revo, he's got it down pretty pat over the years. Does any box? He, he's boxed. He's taking boxing lessons, like MMA and MMA as well. Like. I remember
2: Ripon used to. He, he was when, Rippin Rippin could Rippin, box. Ripon was one of the best fighters, pound probably. Pound BxL for pound, was, was up there. Bx is one of the best fighters, pound for pound. Ripon
1: was the best. No, he was. Ripon was the best. That's an honorable shout out because that guy, like he could, didn't matter who it was. He was five nine. He was five nine. He could tilt. Like if we're going to he go was, back,
0: he was
2: my art. You and nice, I's five nine, five ten. Yeah. Well, on skates, he's maybe six foot.
1: Yeah.
0: He was taking on How Gill. Andy Sutton. Boris Balvick. Like, yeah. He like, was taking on everybody and he'd yeah. win. Like six Because six, six, he would have six, his arm eight. up
1: like this. No, he knew how to and he'd do that. But he knew how to play the shell, like as they say in boxing, like he knew how to keep his hands Nobody up. Nobody on else does two. that. No. Only
2: only Ripon does that.
1: He he was scary. Like uh watch him versus Andy Sutton, if you want a recommendation clip. Like he just tunes him up and Andy Sutton's not a small man. Like he's it's like
0: six foot seven, well, he, he used the same hand. To block and punch.
1: Yeah. So, like, he was a lefty. He,
0: he had you grab here still. And he had this up blocking himself. And then he'd get the shots yeah. in, too.
1: One of the big things with boxing is a lot of times they teach you to keep your hands up. As soon as, like, you... Like that. As soon as you... Like, is, immediately you have a response. As soon as you make a, a parry, if you will. But that's another science that we none but of us are experts I, on. <laughs> I, I just
2: want to throw Ripper in there. Because I remember watching him, like, uh, back in 0- 07, 08. He... When he... he every, every fight... It would change the tide of the game. A momentum would swing. I remember that so clearly because that's when I, you know when you're a kid, you I don't you, like you, you,
1: these guys are gods and you kind of treat them like gods. Matt Calder on our Truckers Choice team is a uh, he's a big fan. Yeah, uh, it was Rick just, Rip, it was it was amazing. Rick Ridden, yeah, he up. was very impressive with how he could tell. I mean, obviously, if we're, if we're really gonna throw bo- throw the book back a little bit, like you can talk about Ty Domi. you can talk about Tony Twist who was recently on Chicklets. If you haven't listened to that yet, would recommend The Hat. Um, yeah. but uh, Revo though actually another mention I should probably just quickly throw in there is Michael Haley but he's hurt right now and he in my opinion he's probably,
2: is, he's, he's probably not coming back he's I'm probably
1: not sure. coming back yeah he is the last tough guy in the NHL because in terms just of just make
2: 700k he's out there for a fight
1: yeah he goes out there for a fight um, but Revo at least on the other hand though, he can lease, he leads the league in hits he's a physical presence he's still got
0: a career after this season
1: he does even though he had actually admitted that he didn't think he had much time left in the league but
0: He's like starting up there, too. He's like 33. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. She, he was a late bloomer.
1: He was a very late bloomer, but uh, I mean, I've been a fan for a long time of Revo. You guys know that.
2: I was a big fan of him in St. Louis. I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? This guy's huge.
1: Yeah. And like I said, he hits like a truck. There's even footage of him, actually I was showing Croggy earlier, of him knocking over even Big Buff. And I used to love watching those two uh, go at it with each other, like when they're face to face. Nick conference final. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. I loved watching that because they were just such a. Like I figured, if Buff had a match, that was probably it. It
0: was, fair, it was a fair fight.
1: Yeah, it's fair fight. But anyway, number one for me is no doubt, without a doubt, Ryan Reeves.
0: Yeah, I'd have to agree, Reeves, and like, kind of like what Brad was saying here, Char is probably the toughest guy, but pound for pound, it would have to be Revo. And Char doesn't fully use his capabilities, whereas Revo gives it everything, every mm-hmm. fight. He'll kick the shit out of you, and he won't hold anything back. So <laughs> he, he, he he punches to kill. Yeah, he's he's not gonna take it easy on you. He's you got Mike Char. He actually will. has that.
1: Um, or Mike hits to kill. Mike Tyson. That's you said. That's how oh, uh, Lucas Mali used to describe Mike Tyson when he first saw him the Olympics. If you are gonna go read into a different sport for a second, he hurts. He hurts with bad intentions. He hits with bad intentions, mm. as they describe it. That's what Revo yeah. does. Yeah, he when he
0: fights you, he wants to hurt you. Um, yeah, and yeah, that's the whole reason. Everything we've already explained. Everybody else has said everything. But yeah. ex is like but that too, though. The reason why he gets in over Chara for me for that number one spot is because he's got that killer mentality, and Chara doesn't. So yeah, yeah.
2: my number one is Chara because, as I mentioned before, he is the he is the guy you don't want to fight. I'd rather fight Reeves for Chara for like a million bucks.
1: You might be able to take down Chara, though. You might be able to swing him over you. See, but I don't know. If Chara really wants to kill me, he can kill me. Reeves, at least I can hit, I can reach him.
2: But you might not I'm not winning either way. I'm a little bit my ass kicked, but for <laughs> a million bucks, I think I'd rather fight Reeves and Chara because at least I can reach Reeves. Oh, uh, Chara might go easy on him. Either. You might
1: you might you might be able to pull down Chara though. I don't know. I know if
2: I get at his if I probably want to start getting dirty and hit the side of his knee and try to take him down.
1: Here's my here's my thing too though. I, get I him on the ground. My might counter with that. So uh, one one fight, you can watch this on YouTube. Uh, Chara fought, and I say this in quotations, with George rock But both times he fought with George Laroc, he just all he did was just take him down, served us five minutes. Larocque said, Let's have a rematch. Chara said sure. What happened? Took him down. Serve sort of the five minutes. Laroque's like, I'm done. Like I'm not going to bother with this. This is old news. Versus if remember La- David Kochi? yeah, David Kochi. yeah, David yeah. Have you ever seen that? Oh, his face was busted up real good.
2: Like David Kochi was like, he was like, he was trying to, you know, he
1: was he's actually a, yeah. make his mark. Another, another. I think he was Czech actually, but yeah, he wanted to make his mark and take on Chara, and he got beat up pretty good.
2: Because that, that Chara, I think, actually found okay, this guy could take the real me. Yeah.
1: He was 6'6". He was a big yeah, boy. He,
2: he can handle a real char. Char, like, fuck you. I'm gonna fuck you up. Yeah. Like, full-on char, hit the kill at one fight, and he Was that Busted when his
0: or, face got, like, he was that, buddy. like, basically career, career, in his career?
2: Yeah, in his career.
1: I mean, hey, props to, uh, uh for trying, but...
0: I
2: didn't hear any. I didn't hear
0: anything, didn't hear anything of, of him after that.
1: Um, yeah, another, like, he broke,
0: he fractured a bunch of
1: bones in his face and stuff. Yeah, fighting's a, yeah. Do you remember um, who is it? Drew McIntyre. Yeah, remember he knocked out Ivanis. Uh, I watched yeah, that game no, on TV. Yeah, yeah. never came back to the NHL after that. He was another one even Avanus? Yeah, Ivan. Yeah, that Avanus, was another one I remember. Radis Yeah, he, he was. was, he was guy. another guy
0: where like his career ended. Do you ever see that? You ever see that documentary?
2: Yeah. Uh, it was called Tough Guys.
1: On YouTube. It's on Netflix. Oh, Netflix. Yeah, there's Ice Guardians. Ice Guardians. Yeah.
2: It was pretty fucking gnarly.
1: There's, there's also one with the cover, uh, uh, um, Chris, uh, what's his name, Knuckles Nielsen. Chris Nielsen. Yeah, that that one was that was uh, that was tough. Huh? Newland. Newland. Yeah, Chris Newland. Yeah, that's a good that's a good doc if you ever get a chance. Like that,
2: that that era was nuts.
1: Yeah. And you. There was
2: the guys that they were talked about guys they even heard of. So like, yeah, I to go out in the backyard and wrap my hands up and go start punching trees.
1: Well, they're talking about that with um Like what the fuck? Tony Twist was on chicklets. Awesome, listen. And he, he was talking about how like um a lot of guys punch the pavement. Punch yeah, the pavement, yeah.
2: Fucking gnarly. They now. would
1: they would um uh, like condition themselves, if you will. So they just punch for power. And the thing about him was that he knew his job was to do that and that was it. Yeah. In this day and age though, you can't necessarily be that just like, I'm there to punch people's faces in. Because yeah. even the even the HL only allows you two fights and you're out. Because they they, they they don't want that kind of hockey they, they, anymore. They don't
2: want that. NHL, it's, it's a rough league. It's a tough league because that's where the guys who can't make it in the show. Yeah. Usually, you the guys who can't either do the development or you just you can't keep up and you're just... You're fighting down You're fighting there. Down you're, you're, down
1: you're keeping there. Yeah. a paycheck. So,
2: that t- I think it was an eye opener because, like, these guys, they talked about it. Like that's why those guys, like it was Bugard, Belak, and Rippon all died the same summer. And that's when everything changed because these guys, like, they would drink themselves into insanity knowing that tomorrow night they got to fight Brian McGrattan. Yeah. Or they got to fight, you know, Kevin Westgarth.
1: Well, even with, with what Tony Twist said, he said that you're not only having to do that, but you have to think about the game too. You still have to, you don't want to be a minus because you don't want to be a liability out there. Mm-hmm. You still got to try to contribute where you can. I don't
2: I don't think they either of them that
1: no, they but were thinking about
2: doing their job.
1: But a lot, a lot of guys, even Biz, even Biz was saying that like he'd be sleepless at night, knowing that he had he had to yeah. find somebody on the other team. Like but
2: especially Biz more than anybody
0: because he wasn't a heavyweight.
1: No, he was not. He was a light heavyweight, I'd say. And he knew
0: that he would have to go up against. But yeah, God knows who he'd have to take on guys bigger than him yeah. out of his out of his weight class because of where he played, and he didn't have anybody bigger than him to take care of those guys. Right? Yeah. So yeah. he was he was the heavyweight.
1: Because there was nobody
0: else. Yeah. And, so, I mean, yeah. it takes
1: some stones to do that. And
0: it,
2: it's sad because those guys, they, mentally, they, they all of them have had issues and they've all had addiction issues.
1: Yeah. Boogard's is an interesting documentary if you ever get to follow it. He was, he was doing that when he, he was like was 15, the, 14 the years old. The boogeyman. Um, but some guys come out okay, which is, I mean, but yeah, it's a, it's a tough position to do. In this day and age, it's, so it's the hardest job. It's, it's the hardest job to do. Um,
2: Knowing that you have to fight tomorrow.
1: Yeah, you're a little bit sleepless. You're just like weighing up how you're gonna do it because you don't want to lose. If you lose, then you, you do you you lose gotta, your
2: spot. You gotta do your shit for your teammates, you know.
1: Yeah, you're on talk dog. But anyway, but when it comes to toughest, though, in my opinion, at least, I gotta go Revo.
0: Revo, Chara.
1: There you go. There's your three. Anyway. They're all
0: pretty similar. Between the three of us. All of our top three spots contain four guys, so I think it's pretty unanimous yeah. where everybody ranks here. Yeah, um, the dying a, art. There's yeah, dying I art.
2: think fighting still has a place in the NHL. It's not like let's that, get make that point perfectly clear. Yeah. we still need it. Right now, it's at a happy medium where we have it, but it's not. You don't
1: see it every night. No, not like you used to.
2: Because we well, always need it. Because we're gonna have guys like Marshon, or Roussel or Matthew Kachak. Who just gotta get put in their place sometimes and like you can't do that shit. I'm gonna knock the knock your teeth
1: out. Well when he when, when Kachuk went against Cassian there, uh I that's, guess
2: that's that that that's an example of a middleweight having to go up against a heavyweight.
1: Yeah. I'm sure I Matthew Kachuk he tried not to fight him. Yeah, he wanted to I And mean, in the
2: rematch he's like he took him like two or three attempts for Cassian to like you gotta drop the buzz, kid. Yeah. You gotta do it.
1: Or I'm gonna do it he, for he you. He didn't want to do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he, he he even tried to get the jump on him too. Yeah, he's wanted to pull him down. Like, yeah, he, he, not he got his gloves off in a hurry, and then uh, he, when that happened, he, he swung before Cass
0: even had his gloves off. Yeah, oh. I like this uh, number four you got here too, the uh, McDermott. Yeah, Curtis McDermott. Who the fuck is he's like an eighth he, defenseman? He's, he's yeah, playing he's, top six in, in L.A. Yep. Okay, so. because they have nobody else to play for them. They have to trade everybody else away. Ah, uh,
1: but yeah, he he's a he's a tough dude though. Um, he had a good one with a guy I've posted now twice on our Instagram. Uh, Nick. Nick Delorier, um, they had a good tilt together, but he, Chris McDermott's a big boy.
0: He's another son of a former NHLer, too.
1: He is, yeah. That's why he's born in Quebec City. But, um, yeah, that guy is tough as nails. He's big. He's got good reach. He's taken on the who's who of the NHL for the most part. So, I mean, for my kind of like fourth pick, he was on my list because, yeah, he's scary body.
0: Yeah, this year he's taken on Cheech. I want to say he's fought Wilson and Reeves as well. So
1: and, Yeah, so he, he can hold his own.
0: Yeah. Right. You ready to wrap it
1: up? Yeah, I'm ready to wrap it up. Well, thanks for listening and uh you know it's a topic since we don't have much to talk about right now, uh something we'd, we'd touch on, at least it's a topic I like to touch on in particular. Have a good night and uh, stay safe.